Hi, I'm Siobhan Hunt and this is Kindling Conversation, a Kindling Kids radio podcast. Just a quick note before we get into the next episode. If you haven't already, I'd love you to rate and review Kindling Conversation wherever you get your podcasts or if you enjoy the episode, share it with your friends. All right, thank you and on with the show. Children grow so quickly and you might be like me and only discover that they need new clothes once you put them in their raincoat and discover it's a size too small. That may have happened this morning. Just saying. The easiest place to get kids clothes are your big stores like Kmart and Target. They're cheap and these days they're quite fashionable. But what about their environmental and social footprint? There is a reason they're so affordable. So how can we buy sustainable clothing for our children without breaking the bank? Amelia McFarlane is from Cullamy in Starling, and she has three well-dressed children of her own. Hi, Amelia. How are you? Hi, Siobhan. It is um, quite easy to pop into Kmart or Target. Yes. And these days, they're not as daggy as they once were. Well, you know... In the past, I've always said, you know, go there for your kids' basics because it is great for plain white, grey, navy tops and so cheap, you know, buy a couple. But yes, now this, as we're becoming more and more aware of, um, you know, the topic of sustainable fashion, it's putting me in a position where do I want to keep telling people, yeah, go to these places to get your basics, you know, for your kids' wardrobes. The interesting thing about this whole topic, and I'm not saying that this interview is going to tell people to do it one way or another. It's kind of more a discussion of how we might be planting seeds. Yeah, planting seeds, what you mm-hmm. might think about. So we're not saying don't stop buying your undies from Kmart. We know why we go to places like that. But, you know, if we can think about it and make some decisions about what we are going to look for in clothing brands in particular, um, because one of the things that the hardest things about this is that, like I said, kids grow out of clothes so quickly. And if I want to invest in a an item of clothing that I know has been ethically produced, both environmentally and socially, and then the price point for that is higher than something else, mm. it's okay for me because I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll wear that for the next 10 years. Yes. That is not going to happen with our children. No. But there are some sort of key garments that I would tell people to potentially purchase for their children that um, will last for a few different ages, for different sexes, and they're quite practical in that sense. And that's um, cardigans are great. I know with my children, I might have got a cardigan for them for in a particular size, and it's managed to last them like three si- for three years. Um, so they're quite versatile. Is that because you don't hand wash them? <laughs> <laughs> you just stretch them over the years. <laughs> Actually, I'm a big hand washer, which I know a lot of you out there will be going, are you serious? Who has time to do that? Or gentle cycle, should I say? But yeah, you've got, that's another thing I want to talk about actually is looking after your garments. That is key. But anyway, we'll come back to that. So cardigans, when you say um, ethically, I guess, ethically produced cardigans, where do you get them from? Well, you've really got to go online to like Etsy in particular. Um, then you can find people that you know are knitting their own cardigans. There is one business called uh, Woolikins. That's an example of an online business that sells hand knitted cardigans and jumpers and booties and anything with wool. I've, I think my mum should do that. She churns out the jumpers for our kids. I know you're so lucky that you have a mum that 
I, I think she should start a shop knit. called Nana Does Knits or Nana Knits or something. That's right. Because... But then she wouldn't make them for us. <laughs> okay, forget that, Mum, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, hang on. Yeah. She won't have time for your kids. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> um, so, yeah, cardigans are great. They're versatile and they last a long time. Another thing is um, overalls are great too to last you over the years, obviously being able to adjust them. And, and roll up there. Exactly. So yeah, the hems. I'm going to ask you a very ignorant question. I always struggle with sizes. So my Darcy is six. Mm-hmm. Would you then buy her overalls that are a size larger and roll them always. up? Always. Okay. That's another thing. I'd always get a size up. Always. So whether it's in a top, then you can just roll up the sleeves or in the bottoms, you roll up the hems. So yes, that's another point I wanted to make is buy a size up. Cool. Okay, yeah. sorry for interrupting. <laughs> and another thing too uh, for girls, a pinafores are great too. Just having that versatility, being able to adjust the um, straps. straps means they last a long time, you know, more than just one or two years. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Amelia McFarlane from Colour Me In Styling. We're talking about sustainable clothes for kids. And in this conversation, we're acknowledging that it, it can be more expensive. Children grow so quickly, but we're trying to uh, plant seeds on how you might think about it differently. You may not be able to stop buying uh, those cheap clothes straight away, but you might be able to buy a few key pieces. So far, Amelia's talked about uh, cardigans that you could get on Etsy and then buying things that last a longer time like dungarees, overalls mm. and pinafores. Mm. Um, how do you find a brand that is sustainable? Is it just about doing your research? It is really. And I mean, there are certain online stores that have a whole lot of brands that are sustainable and have all organic you know, natural fibres. Um, as an example, there's uh, Moose and Moo is a store. Another, um, Baby Goes Retro has a lot of brands that are um, organic and they're all actually Scandinavian brands. But that's an online resource that's that's available to anyone, obviously. And they have amazing prints, Baby Goes Retro. Whereas I'd say Moose and Moo is more probably more basics and block colours and sort of plainer things, but beautiful, versatile pieces. We recently went to a, an evening about sustainable fashion for women. And one of the things there, what was really interesting, is that it was really difficult for local um, manufacturers, for designers, etc., to um, operate in their local area. If it's hard for those who do adult fashion, I can imagine it must be even harder for kids. Absolutely. That's why now, too, I'm such an advocate of buy-at markets, like we have here in Sydney, the Finders Keepers Markets. I mean, take that opportunity to support these local designers, because it's a tough road trying to make garment, you know, trying to, that type of business, a small business, making garments for children. So whilst you might look at a pinafore and think, gosh, that seems quite expensive, um, for the actual maker, there's not necessarily a lot of margin in it for them. So it's giving people the opportunity to create locally and ethically. And I guess the other thing that you mentioned there about the cardigans and being able to pass them, well, I guess pass them down amongst children or um, recycling children's clothes. So going to your gum trees, going to your Ebays to get... That's right. I mean, clothes. a lot of people now, they sell them as a package. You know, it won't just be one or two things. It's like have... X or amount. And often that's the advantage of that too is they might have purchased um, with a bit of a colourway because that's another tip I give people is maybe pick sort of a few key colours, your children's favourite colours, and um, shop for them only in those colours so that things kind of work. What about shoes? 
Shoes are a tough one, actually. It's funny because I um, work closely with Billy Lou Shoes, um, taking styling and taking photos for their Instagram. And um, I said to the owner, Jen, you know, what about getting some shoes in that are made, like sustainably made? Um, and she was saying that's quite a tough, like there's not many people out there doing that. In saying that, there's like, there's Tom's, you know, the brand you can get adults and children's shoes. And what they do is fantastic where every pair of shoe purchase they buy, they give a child in need a pair of shoes, which is amazing. And I'd love to see more companies doing that sort of thing. I mean, that's extraordinary. But children's a, shoes are a hard one. Mm, yeah. And if um, if we show as customers that's what we want, then there's more chance it will happen, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's why we all need to kind of start taking steps forward and learning more. And I feel such a sense of social responsibility as a stylist. A fundamental part of my role as a personal stylist is to sort of teach people on how to shop wisely and consequently how to shop more ethically, you know, brands that are sustainable and have an ethical um, philosophy. So speaking about brands, because that is often the easiest thing to look for and, and decide, you know, and to know that that brand is ethical is great. So do you have any more that you wanted to mention? Yes. I mean, there's, there's, there's more and more sort of growing out there. There's My Fair Baby, The Hemp Temple, My Fair Emperor, um, Huck's Baby, Spell and Gypsies, another great one that's doing stuff for women and for children. They're definitely advocates of, you know, doing their research and making sure that People are paid properly and, you know, ticking all the boxes. And I'm assuming if you mention them, they also look great as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if that's your style, obviously, too. You've got to look at it a bit first. more bohemian. Oh, yes. Hence the name, Spell and Gypsy. So you're only a, a hippie, hippie-like <laughs> recycled clothes. <laughs> on Raisin Did It, it's another great one. They're just locally made. She does beautiful stuff for women and for children, and it's all made from recycled fabrics. And I know through, uh, like, I personally know Mia and it's, you know, it's a tough road being a designer and um, making things ethically. So, yeah, I just feel passionate about really helping designers like her um, making it in terms of, you know, she can afford to do what she loves, making clothes for a living. And we, where we can, we might support them. Well, Amelia, thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you. That was Amelia McFarlane from Colour Me In Styling. And if you'd like to follow up with any of those brands, head to our website, kindling.com.au, and search for fashion.